This is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it, because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally imagine that. <laughs> I'm no sure somebody's written that Quarter one Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey? <laughs> 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 Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. I can totally See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice that my, my progeny to you, a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, it's my time. Uh, <laughs> how do you measure success? Hey everyone, this is Superhero Speak, and I'm your host Dave, reporting from a foxhole in Fallujah. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, this is this is John. Hello? Where'd John go? I'm JD. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know either. Uh, he was oh, just... I, yeah, I, they got me, Dave. Sorry. They, they, he was talking about how great his new microphone is, and then he cut out. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, the assassins in your neighborhood that have got him. Yeah. Can, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so yeah, my, this is John and my main computer died. My server is gone. I need to buy a new one. And so I am here on my work laptop. So if I sound different, um, it, apparently it's cause I have a new mic, a, a better microphone on this one than I do in my regular setup. You're so. the only guy who apologizes for sounding better. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to, I have an image. Oh, well, that's true. Yes. And the, and the, the explosions you hear in my, uh, neighborhood people are setting off fireworks we're recording this on memorial day because you know quarantine we can't do anything except apparently you can try to kill yourself with fireworks <laughs> you're right as an american god damn it <laughs> <laughs> so we reserve our we reserve our right to blow our fingers off we're good at that as americans yes. we blow the apparently, shit out of our fingers apparently we are very good at that every uh, year and it's so funny because because they've been quiet all day and the sun isn't even completely down yet, but for some reason, just as I hit the call button, they decided to start setting off their fireworks. Um, is, now, is Memorial Day fireworks a thing in Pennsylvania? Because it's not in Illinois. Uh, no, it's... Oh, it is here, yeah. They, so, they're in Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, around here, they set them off in the back 40. A few years ago, more than a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, it was discovered there was a loophole where you could they could sell oh, fireworks okay. in Pennsylvania. <laughs> And so now all the stores sell them at every holiday. Ah. And every idiot buys them and then tries to set them off. And I haven't bought any lately. Do they, are they selling the real ones? Like the, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. like quarter sticks and all that? And the mortars? Oh, yeah. Uh, that we, we had a, we had a person who used to live on the corner from us. Uh, they don't live, they moved a while ago. They would set off mortars every holiday. It was just like, really? Um, which, I, I will also put this out there, you know, like the, some places are opening up, but there's still restrictions and quarantines and going on. And it still might be difficult to get help at a hospital 
So you might not want to blow a finger off right now because it might take a couple days before they sew it back on. Uh, yeah, that, that would be unfortunate. So, J.D., do you have any exciting news you'd like to share with the audience? i got a couple things, actually. I'll go with the super exciting one first. Uh, we sold our house today. We wow, were that was quick. 30 you hours. On a, yeah, really? 30 hours. Now, yeah. now, here's the thing. I hear that because everybody's working from home and companies are starting to say, hey, we'll let everybody work from home forever, that prices in the suburbs are going up and prices for real estate in the cities is starting to go down. Yeah. Yep. We'll see how long that letting people work from home forever stuff lasts, though. Well, we we do. Both my wife and I get to work from home. So it's, okay. we've been like this forever. So we actually put a, a contract down for a house ourselves on Friday. And it was a contingent offer, which means you you it doesn't go through unless you sell your house. Right. So we put our bid in for a house in the sticks on Friday. And then this morning, my my, my best friend's my realtor. And he goes, hey, can you have your house ready by 830 in the morning? I'm like, wow. Like, I'm like, what sociopath wants to look at a house at 8.30 in the morning on Memorial Day? <laughs> so we did it. We were up all night. We got a total of three hours of sleep. And um, we went to the – kind of, kind of, except that was fun. Um, <laughs> we, went to, we went to the Forest Preserve to have breakfast with the kid and the dogs, and it was insanely stressful. And then by noon, we had an offer on our house. And, it was, we, and it was perfect. It was what you were looking for, too, offer-wise? Yes, it was. We are actually – we have a bigger – we have a double the house for less price, but we had to move two counties away to do it. See, they knew, though, the people who looked at it, they wanted to buy it because it was, oh my god, it's J.D.'s house. He's an he's a well-renowned author and one of the hosts of Superhero Speak. Oh my god, it's a famous person's house. we got to buy no, it. Yeah, yeah, right. No, they had no idea. Oh. So they, want, they looked at our house and it was actually pretty cool. It's in, like, we have a starter house, but we bought our starter house in 2007. Yeah. So, the starter house has been the stuck-in house. And now the, oh, you know, yeah. the market covered enough to the point where, yeah, we're, we're good, man. It's a nice young family getting started, and it's, you know, it's awesome. Like, everybody – it worked out for everybody. I'm super excited. So that's – So, so we, we expect you to start doing the podcast not from your kid's racing car bed from now on. <laughs> he has a loft bed with superhero stuff on it. Come on, man. I'm on brand. Oh, um, all right. That's good. But no, I'm gonna. It was awesome. I don't have to share the uh, office with my wife anymore, so I get my own office in this new house. You don't have uh, to oh, so you're saving a, your marriage as well. Yes, yeah, actually. You don't have to record from a closet. No, I never did that. I always did the basement. But I'm out of the basement now. I've been in the, the wife's office for the last couple months, and now I get my own office. And we got uh, what is it? Like two thirds of an acre. You know, a bunch of trees. Like it's in. It's we're leaving the suburbs, but it should be fun. I'm excited. Nice. Closer, closer to where I coach. Second little bit of news, I have another podcast that I'm doing. Another podcast? Wait a minute. Another one. It's not mine. You, My younger two timing, <laughs> three timing actually. Yes. Um, triple. So this one actually, uh, my younger brother, I th- you remember Dave, we, uh, we had him, I had him, him and I did the Halloween yes. review a couple of years ago. He decided he wanted to do his own podcast, like about writing. He's trying to get his writing career started, but he's like super analytical about everything. Uh huh. So he wanted to, so him and our cousin is, um, he's in the DGA, the Directors Guild of America. He's been, a, he's a really good second assistant director who's trying to become a producer. So we got this idea that we set a timer for an hour and someone throws out, okay, like our first episode, we did one. All right, Easter Sunday, make a horror movie, go. And you have an hour to come up with a story based on a pitch. And we've recorded eight of them before officially launching. 
So I've been doing this spare time. I don't edit it. My brother does all the work. I just kind of like this show. I just show up and talk for an hour. So, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate right. <laughs> yeah. So we launched actually this weekend, and uh, so far, so good. It's called the Story Builder Podcast, and um, it's been it's been fun. It's been very different than the other ones I do, the wrestling one and this one. But it's, uh, I don't know, as a writer, it kind of challenges me to come up with some ideas. And, you know, it's interesting kind of having a, a faux writer's room for an hour. No, I, and I think that's cool to have things that span your interests as well. But also never uh, let it be said, you know, or, or don't ever forget the good that comes out of sibling rivalry, you know, hmm. <laughs> where, oh, uh, you know, that's where this podcast partly came out of. My brother had one and then I was like, oh, I want to do it. <laughs> I didn't know that, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 he had one for about six months and uh, – um, that wasn't that wasn't the main reason, but that was one of the things that made me actually decide to try to do it. So, yeah. um, so, so that's that's all well and good and exciting. Any new books coming out? Uh, yeah, I'll have. I actually had to put pause. I'm supposed to have one coming out uh, later this week, but it's not ready. Ah. So we're hitting the pause button on that one. Plus, with the move and all, it's been yeah as productive as I'd like to be. Yeah, this is where things gets nut things get nuts for you for the next few weeks or so. Well, I mean, like, we're just going to move, we're going to get a, a storage locker in, in the town we're moving, and uh, we're just going to, we're just going to move slowly, and I'm going to be homeless for about two weeks, so we'll take vacation when that happens up in the farm. So it'll be all right, man. I'm pretty excited. Nice. How about you, John? Anything, anything new and interesting in your life? You sure you want to follow me? <laughs> I, sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, all right, look, first off. If, if, if I were any kind of business person, I would sell this story to JD, let him rip off a, a, a one-off um, book about it and make everybody pay for it. What are you trying to say about rip-off? <laughs> no. That's not what I meant. Okay. So, 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 and also disclaimer, I don't live in Arkansas. Um, so my ex, my ex best friend who accused me of something I didn't do, and cheated on his wife and, and did all this wonderful stuff um, and and abandoned me four years ago just as my divorce was happening, is now living with my ex. Well, shit. So. <laughs> so. That's all I can That's all I can say. Like, that's all I need to say. I mean, I, I don't want to go into the rest of it because, you know, it's just it just the situation alone kind of like. Okay, so I'm, first I'm, off, you know, I'm so a white collar worker. I, I, I don't like, I don't have vehicles on my front lawn. I don't, it doesn't, going to the bathroom doesn't require shoes and a, and a flashlight. I don't understand why. Okay, so first mm. off, I have to say, you know, hearing four years ago, I wasn't your best friend. It, it hurts to, you know, he was, he, he was my best, he was my best friend since high school. Uh, yeah, sure. Anyway, Sue, now, did this relationship start? After the divorce, or is this a recent thing, or do you not have details? I I have very few details. All I know is that his soon-to-be ex-wife called me to tell me that to, to give me the heads up because he because they they live like right around the corner from me. If, if this was a romantic comedy, you guys would fall in love after this, right? Exactly. I'm going to say the next step is for you now to date her. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Just like absolutely not. Like just no, so yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. So yeah, I just that that's that's been like 
much of my weekend now, like I just found that out today. So it was a nice like uh, explanation point to my Labor Day or no uh, Veterans Day weekend. <sighs> Memorial Day. Memorial Day, whatever. <laughs> veterans, water. I don't. Whatever. Veterans, whatever we're veterans days are Veterans Days for the living. Memorial Days for those uh, dying. Is it bad yeah. that I feel guilty now for having a good weekend? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, I, I am so glad that you sold your house because I, I, I mean, you only put that post on Facebook a couple of, what hours ago. What, does anybody want to buy my house? Well, apparently somebody did. <laughs> Thirty hours, man. Thirty hours. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's it. We can go back to the geek stuff now. I'm sure people are like, <laughs> go ahead, Dave. Ah, uh, well, let's see that. Yeah, no, I mean, nothing, nothing really new with me. I just like, so I guess, you know, since we talked about your, your crazy love life, you know, um, I've kind of made a decision that I think I'm not sure. I think I want to start dating again. You just heard what I said, right? I, well, hold on. Exactly. First, I was going to get to. I was going to get to, I'm not sure after hearing your stories, um, but it's like, you know, I'm kind of at that point where I just kind of want to go out and have fun and not worry about a relationship or anything like that. And, um, of course, with everything going on, you can't even go out with people. So it this doesn't really matter. But so like, I, I need to, I need to, I need to vent a little bit. Like, vent. what is the deal with these dating apps? Like, they're so they're, annoying. They're- they're horrible. They ever, they are. I mean, like, it would be nice. Like, I, I've, I've tried a few, getting back onto the geek track. I've tried a few dating apps for, like, there are dating apps for comic books and for geeks and stuff, but they're all so small that they use all of the, they're, they're basically traps for, for men. They're, they're, they don't really have a whole lot of women, if any at all. So you got to go with the main apps and the main apps suck. Well. Well, all I know is, like, like, I don't understand how anyone gets together in today's world. You know, like, of course, I did what everyone else does. I downloaded Tinder, and, like, you'll match with someone. You message them, like, hey, how you doing? And then they never message you back. Like, like what's Tinder, the deal with that? Isn't Tinder more, like, no, hookup than no, a date? You, you, you no, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many people are just relying on Tinder now instead of, like, Match.com or POF or any of, the, any of those. Okay. Yeah, that that's what you're coming for, uh, coming to Spiro speak for. It's it's advice on dating app use. <laughs> and talking the housing market. We're way off brand tonight. Oh yeah, boy, okay. yeah. But continue. <laughs> okay, and then the other one is um, ah, oh, jeez, it's it's the finale, guys, or or something. Um, the apocalypse, one or the other. And then like I think the other one I joined was Match, and it's like yeah, it's the same deal, like. They'll they'll reply back. We'll talk a little bit back and forth, and then they just stop replying. And it's like, what's? I don't understand a deal like. Because and I, and I, mo- think, it, I think it's most. I'm sorry. Most people do not have common decency to at least say I'm not interested. I don't. They, yeah. they, they, it's 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 part of the anonymity of the internet where they feel people. It, you, you saw the the meme going around on Facebook, right? The one about the shopping cart. People, good. You can tell a good person because even though there's no laws uh, that tell them they have to do it, there's no consequences. They will, yeah, they will return the shopping cart. The good people will. It's the same thing on on dating apps. Because of the anonymity, they people feel they can just drop people or ghost them or say whatever they want and get away with it because they, they because they you won't be able to find them. 
And right. those are the ones you don't want anyway. But there's a lot of people like that. I think part of I think part of the problem, in all honesty, is that you know, in a regular dating situation, you go to a bar, you find someone, and you talk to them, and and you hit it off, and and and, and maybe you go out and get a, a bite to eat or something. Whereas, um, and then there's like three or four other guys maybe trying to hit on that girl at the same time. Where now on the internet. You're like in a bar with your entire city. So there's a hundred guys that are all matching with this, this girl. And it's like, Oh, okay. I, I matched with a with hundred guys and I was talking to him, but this one's cuter, you know, or this one makes more money or. And again, those are the ones you don't want, but on, but the, other side of, like on the other side of it. Well, yeah, but you got to remember, like it, it goes both ways. Like you're see, you're going to see the worst of humanity in the women that you, that you, that you match with. Um, and which should make it easy for you to filter out which ones are, are the ones that you really want to talk to. But on the other side, they're seeing the worst of humanity of, of the men. And let me tell you, their side, much worse. <laughs> like my friend Nicole could tell you whole bunches much worse. So I, I don't know. It's, it's just, I don't get it. This this new world scares me, people. Um, you know, and I know I know it's only guys who probably listen to this show. So if any of you have advice, let me know. <laughs> it's, it, advice is probably. Have you considered celibacy? <laughs> um, so 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 you know. Speaking of advice, um, best place to get it, of course, is on social media. Um, That's and- not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? Go ahead. <laughs> so we'll go into some social media madness. Um, we had talked about Robert Pattinson not bulking up on uh, to play the Batman. To 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 quote one great American icon from a certain little movie called Blade, wussy. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Glennon said, "I hate when they hire actors who aren't into comics to play comic book characters." Uh, I don't know. That's actors. Actors act. Yeah. That's true. But a a good actor would at least consider the material they're being given. So, I mean, and I don't think that has anything to do with it, because, again, I don't think Christian Bale was into comic books before he played Batman. Um, And and as we said before, like, he didn't necessarily bulk up, but he did get into shape, some muscle on him. so uh, there was another string where JD, you had replied to someone, but the t- tweet you replied to is gone. I broke him. I forget what she said. Oh, I forget. I forget. What did I say? The, the account, the, yeah, job, the account's Jamie. gone, and it's like, <laughs> whoa. And, and, and your she's response blocked. was, "That's on Warner, not DC." Oh, 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 oh. Because she's like, uh, it was a woman. I can't. She said, I'm trying to remember this. She was something to the effect of like, I, I don't like. Oh, DC screwed up again. Okay. She's like, oh, DC makes another huge mistake. And I said, that's on Warner, not DC. Right. Because Jim um, Lee's not, Jim Lee's not making casting calls. Which no. is the problem. Which is part of the problem. The comic book people aren't in charge of this stuff on the DC side. Um, and then we had Hemingway, who's at Hemingway 62, the number six. I don't know if that's an accurate description, but I'm kind of scared. Um, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway is from Oak Park, Illinois. Clearly, this isn't him, but it just made me think of it. Continue. Uh, he talks crap uh, in interviews. He's always done that. He doesn't like he doesn't like letting people in, so he just rips. I can't believe so many people took that seriously. 
and a new um, with that you pose an interesting theory. I think it has legs. Um, and I'm trying I, to get people to listen to the show. And I replied that I think he's just a terrible choice for Batman. Uh, and you said you would still wait to see the trailer to pass judgment. And Hemingway replied with a gif. Uh, I, believe, I can't remember what the Shits Creek, I think is the name of the show. Hmm. And it's the mother rolling her eyes. And it's like, okay. Um, obviously Hemingway is a, uh, oh, it's a woman. So obviously Hemingway is a, uh, fangirl for the one time vampire, which is fine. But it's not so much, I like, and again, if she had listened to the episode, I think what you said made a lot of sense. I stand by it. I think he doesn't want a juice. And it's also it's also possible she's right. He's just talking shit. It's right. It's possible. I don't know. Well, well, it depends. Like now we'll never know, because if if there's as much backlash as this, maybe the uh, execs might tell him, hey, like, here's your new personal trainer. You, you, you and we've taken the keys to your refrigerator. The trainer is in charge of everything. That's possible, by the way, because these guys are. Yeah, on the exactly. Yeah. But I still maintain. I'm still going with the juice. I don't think he wants the juice. Yeah, yeah, but even if he even if he didn't want juice, you could still do a lot with a personal trainer. I mean, oh, for sure. Right, 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 exactly. And and again, it's not even so much. It's just a weird defense, like oh, he just riffs, and it's like yeah, but he's been an actor long enough. He's followed superhero. He's at least followed the some of the actors that have been in superhero movies and saw the backlash for some of the comics that they have made when they're playing these characters, um, he knew, like, like if he was just riffing, he knew that was going to, there was going to be a backlash, you know? And it's just like, it's, it's a weird, to me, it's a weird defense. It's like, you know, he could have just said, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, get too big. That's all I had to say, but to sit there and say, you know, like he, he's objecting to the idea is how the interview came off. It's like, nah. Um, all right. So the other thing was we had talked about, of course, the Arrowverse won't return until 2021. And uh, AJ at I am not shouting yet said he was <laughs> relieved and Nunya business it's at business underscore Nunya said continual disappointment in the direction of Canadian produced television it's cheaper to film in Canada but it shows are brightly painted turds with a gift from South Park saying blame Canada. Hmm. Uh, the problem is we get people who don't really like express what they truly feel when they respond to our media social media posts. <laughs> <laughs> like there's way too much tap dancing. I know, I know. They just, they're they're trying to be so nice. Um, um very diplomatic. Very yes. Diplomatic, very, very subtle. Subtle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I get it. It's tough. It's very tough for them. One, um, one might even say obtuse. <laughs> they might. We want it, but they might. Huh. Um. So thank you for everyone who participated. And if you want to know more about social media bandits, here, not here's D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, 
check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Alright, thank you for that, D-Square. Make sure you check out the D-Square podcast, um, where they gave us uh, something that we're going to talk about later. <laughs> and Crabs. On that note, <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Alright, we're back. We have some news. And there really is not a whole lot to talk about this week. It's almost like there's a something going on in the world that's slowing yeah, things down. Yeah, but we've had more news than this recently. Um, well, yeah, but we need another Robert Patterson out there stirring up trouble. Well, let's start with the big one. Of course, J.D. brought this to my attention uh, last week. And that is, of course, it has been confirmed. This is not a rumor. There will be a Snyder Cut of Justice League being released to HBO Max. It's real. It's real. You remember, that scene? remember the end of the temple of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark where Indiana Jones shouts to Mary and goes, don't look at it. Yes, and yep, Nazis yep, yep. are like, it's beautiful. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know. Um, I, I would go. I would. I would have scanners on this, but okay. I've never seen scanners. I have to make. I have to rectify. Well, you've seen the one clip of the guy. Yeah, everyone's seen the head going. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I um, mean, I th- I thought we agreed that there probably wasn't enough material for a, sc- a Snyder cut because. Okay, hold on. <laughs> We're not letting Dave have a word in edgewise here. Go go ahead, sir. I, well, uh, I'm a, sorry. I, I also <laughs> I gave a related article, so that answers what you were just about to say. Well, I have to ask the questions so that you can answer them so you have a discourse. How could they be this? Well, you, they're like, right, we did make a point that, like, the film was quote-unquote unfinished. There probably wasn't enough footage. We'd probably get something like the Donner cut of Superman 2 where there's, like, uh, unfinished the Frank The Franken movie. The Franken yep. movie, right. Um, but then it was also pointed out, like, Zack Snyder shared on uh, in social media an image of Orion Lee, who played Ryan Choi in the movie. So there was a whole thing with him that was cut out. So there's – that's a way of saying there's a whole bunch of other footage that we know exists that was cut from this movie. So maybe there is something there. I think that there's enough – Probably they're going to go back and Zen considered this before. I said they're never going to Warner's never going to release a movie at the theaters or a DVD. I had not considered the possibility that HBO needs to generate more oh. people for this app. And that actually it's genius. Yeah, it's like a Netflix show because I guarantee they're not going to spend what they would have spent, but they could spend enough to make it look presentable for your TV. Do you go I'm back sorry. and film and, and no. get people to film stuff? 
No, I bet you just cobble it together. I, I no, especially not now because of where we are with things and people like continuity wise stuff's not going to match, right? People and, look different. But yeah, I think and, you do is you take enough. What they're going to do is they're going to take enough of the Whedon movie and enough of the Snyder thing to to parcel together a movie. So it will be like the Donner, but it'll be seven. I think it's sixty eight percent or seventy percent directed by Snyder. So you'll get the Snyder cut, quote unquote. Like it's a great idea. Here, right. And 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 to put this in the context, HBO Max is going live on May twenty seventh. So they're releasing this information in order to drive up pre-orders for for HBO Max. Right, because as we've seen, oh, yeah. like that first weekend is critical for launching yep. these streaming apps. And I think this is really smart. Is there's a there's a market for this, but it is a small market. But a small market can exist very very well with these like, and be very very profitable on these smaller platforms, these streaming apps. As long as you're not quibby. If you're Quibi, you just you you you, you die really quickly. Yeah, but they, but they screwed up. They're making people pay like what a la carte for short content. Like they're they're making people pay for TikToks basically. That's a terrible business model. Well, that and because because of their contract model, it seems like it was made to lose so that they could sell all of the uh, IP later on. I believe this like, is a, uh, uh, the producers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah, I mean, there's. There, yeah, there, there are a couple of videos about it on, on YouTube from some of the guys that I, I follow and, um, they don't, they, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's, uh, uh, another, um, what do you call it? Uh, rumor or something. It seems like it was literally made to die. I, I mean, you know, I mean, how, how can you re- release a streaming app during a pandemic and still lose? <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, HBO Max, they're, they're driving up for HBO Max and they're going to hit us with this, this, this Snyder cut that's not completely a Snyder cut. And that's fine. Is but it I mean, a, it's going to, go ahead, Dave, sorry. Well, no, I was going to say, is it enough to make you want to get HBO Max? It's going to be enough to make the people that spend all their time hashtag and release a Snyder cut get it for at least a month. <laughs> and that's the thing with like, it's the gym membership mentality is you buy it. Even if you forget about it, that 10 bucks or whatever goes out of your, your quad card and you don't think about it. Yeah. Well, you don't even really forget about it. It's like every once in a while you go back to it and like, oh yeah, I've got the I've got the HBO Max thing. I can I could you know maybe there's a movie on there I want to see. And and you know when you think about getting rid of it, it's like well I did see that movie that one time and you know I might want to watch it later. Unlike DC Universe, which I am going to drop because my God, do they have so little on there now? But that's what I'm saying. That's the example of what not to do is you have to beef these. And that was the big critique on DC Universe right away is there just wasn't enough stuff, yeah. right? So yeah. HBO I can't, had out big things. Yeah, yeah. Just, just as an aside, I just realized that I on my my shelf downstairs all the Blu-rays and and 4Ks of all of the DC movies animated and such. I have more there than they have on the freaking streaming. <laughs> that's a problem. That's why it's going to die and it's going to get folded into the HBO Max, which is perfect. It's a, it's, I'm not, okay. I think it's, it's a great gimmick to get those fans who want to see it, you know, for whatever reason into it. That, now, be that as it may, do you guys have any urge to watch that film? No, you know what? Only, only if I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. And only as a curiosity, like it, it's like wanting to watch the Donner cut or the, um, the, was it the, the, was it Romero or the, the Fantastic Four? Why am yeah. I forgetting? Not Romero, yeah. uh, Corman. 
Yeah, Corman, the Corman, yeah, the Corman Fantastic Four. It's just, it's just like, it's one of those things where, really, I've heard about this. I've got to see what it. The, the only thing that could make it better is if they did an MST3K treatment on it. I would watch I mean, that. <laughs> I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> That's, the, I don't know. It, the, the Snyder Cut is one of those things where, like, when my brother goes and buys it on DVD, or Blu-ray, sorry, and, and goes, Hey, you want to come over and watch this? Like, yeah, that's when I'll go see it. But that's like the thing is, if you ever hang out with your brother, you can watch it there. I'm sure that um, my cousin Dan will probably get it and he'll let me watch it with him for a night or something like that. Or, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really. I'm more intrigued by the potential of this Green Lantern TV show that HBO Max has in development. But my, I'm morbidly curious enough to watch it. Like, I did not like, I didn't hate Justice League movie, but I hated the Snyder stuff. But, like, right. I don't know, that train wreck, I kind of want to look at the train wreck. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, that's that's my thing. It's like, I'm, the Snyder stuff in Justice League wasn't good. Why would I want to watch an entire movie of it? Wait, do, do you think when they put this together, they're going to, like, lower the, the – they're going to dim the rest, the whole – all of the scenes in the movie, like, another few shades? Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like it's like J.J. Uh, Abrams and lens flares. It's like, you know that, like, most of the movie, you're not even going to be told what's happening because he makes it so dark and gritty. Yeah, but it's your TV so you can crank the brightness, you know? Yeah. The only thing I'm curious about – is there's a rumor that Green Lantern was originally supposed to be in the movie? I'm sure they had something. Yeah, I'm sure they did something. I mean, like they have Ryan Choi. Like they're building no characters. They're just throwing shit at you. So like it's not like it's not like any of this stuff is going to be good. There's no room for it to be good. They're just going to throw a bunch of fan service at you. Yeah, that's true. You know, but that but like I said, I'm curious enough where I kind of want to see how bad it is. True. True. Um, we should do a review. Yeah, that that would be awesome. I was right, getting we'll, HBO Max anyway, but all right, we'll figure out how to do that. Um, all right. So speaking of train wrecks, um, and DC uh, problems, so Ruby Rose has quit Batwoman. This sucks, but you know what? I kind of, I think we talked about this, and I'm, I swear, I mentioned back then that I wondered how she was going to deal with it when she comes from the movies. Cause historically actors have a problem moving from making movies to the gruel, the, the grueling pace of these TV shows. So, yeah. So from my understanding, like, and there's a lot coming out about this now. Um, it was a mixture of things. One being, yeah, she was, uh, she thought it was too much work, which, hmm. which I thought was weird. Cause I mean, wasn't you on, wasn't she on another show, Orange is a New Black? Yeah, but that's different one of, yeah, it's a different make and model. Oh. But also, also remember that they extended the first season halfway through it. Also, right. didn't, didn't she get hurt? I was about to say, yes. that was the other thing they talked about. She got hurt. Um, so she hadn't been doing as much stunt work, uh, after she got hurt. Um, so yeah, there, there's all like a, a laundry, uh, list of reasons. Um, so yeah, no. Apparently they're they're recasting it. Um, I don't know how uh, they're going to do that. They, if they if this has happened during the crisis on Infinite Earths, it might it would be possible. Maybe they'll tie it in with that somehow. But um, it's, it's TV. They'll just pretend it was her all the time. You know. Exactly. Well, 
they may they may pull a Doctor Who. It's like she's regenerating or something. Nah, like that. nah. They'll just it'll be like when uh, Will Smith got the new mom on the fresh or the new aunt on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, and just like oh, and we pretend like it's been that way the whole time. Well, I mean, you look at it look at it this way. Since they aren't restarting till 2021 anyway, they've got time to find a replacement. Nothing but time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting because she was a good, I will say that she was a good cast for that role. Um, yeah. She, she fit the, the athleticism and grit of the character, but eh, we'll see, you know. I'm, sh- um, I'm sure the actual injury combined with the social media stuff and probably the long grueling days of having to be up in harnesses all the time when you're not really a stunt person can be enough to make one go, is this really worth it? Oh, yeah. she'll make a movie with a giant shark, but yeah, but that's like, but what you, but like, what are you really doing in that? Like, there's way more CG in that than there is. In oh TV. yeah, I, I know, I know. It's just, it's. Oh look yeah. at the look at the I'm poor just, girl. I can't think of her name. Play Supergirl. Oh, Benoist, Melissa Benoist. Yeah, Benoist. Like she's in a harness every week to fly. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But just because she does it doesn't mean it's for use. She also wasn't getting – but, she, you know, to be fair, she took some social media abuse too when that show first started. But, like, some people just decide, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm not enjoying it. And if you don't like it, like, you can take a job – like, we've all had it. We've all taken a job and you start working it and you're like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some people out there that are reached between these actresses and actors for no reason. It's like – So, you guys, I'm a you know, big pro wrestling guy. Just this past weekend, there was a girl, a Jenny pro wrestling girl by the name of Hannah Kimura who uh, was also in some reality TV stuff, and something happened. I didn't watch the show. I remember the end of the show she was on where she took a ton of abuse on Twitter, just a ton, and she wound up killing herself. So, Oh, I think I saw something about that. It's really bad. So it's like, you know what? I mean, there's no reason to just be in. And we've all said snarky things on Twitter, but that's that's one thing. And just like hounding people, like it's – Kind of, it's not kind of. Well, it's very, it's evil, it's vile. No, right? any, anybody that does that is trash. Right, they're, it's they're like trash. It's like if that's the best thing you have to do is just meme someone, like and tagging them, and like, why would you have social media if you're famous? Like, well, I, because they're 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 angry and they want to direct that at somebody, and it doesn't matter right. who to them. Yeah, you're right. It's just it's it's terrible. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, because there are def- there are definitely plenty of actors and actresses that don't have social media, um, and I think one of the things people don't understand, and, and, and I've heard this before, people who go into performing arts uh, have a, a suffer from a, what do they call it a locus of identity. Um, they only value themselves as others value them. Oh yeah. So if when they see all this hate and, and vile on social media at them that lowers their self-value and like i don't know i think i think one of the biggest things is that people need to just but it's hard and it's very addictive social media people need to just turn it off yeah you know especially especially now when there's not much for us to do you know complain yeah about ruby rose leaving (laughs) well i mean we talk about this stuff but i mean it's something we're not gonna tag her and be like what the fuck yeah you know i mean like i'm just sad to see her leave sorry go ahead jd no, I had nothing. I mean, like, I just yeah. think it's messed up. That I get it. Like I said, it might not. You take a job, the job doesn't wind up being what you wanted it to be, and the, when the negatives outweigh the positives, yeah, time to go. True, true. I mean, and it's you know, it's it's worse, I think, for the fans. You know, the people that really like her, liked her in the role. Um, 
But how many times has someone been replaced? I mean, look at the Rhodey from Iron Man, you know? And well, that was just hubris. That, well, that was that was just that was just one, like I, he wanted more money and no no what I'm saying is like people get upset like oh my god the character the actor I like left this role how am I going to go on and then sometimes you get a, an actor a better like an actor yeah so yeah. do you like who works it who likes the likes it like uh um uh, uh Mark Ruffio over um Edward Norton yeah yeah Edward Norton yeah 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 but I think Ruby Rose liked this I mean she was she. She came through in this, you know. So it's I'm it's. But just because you do your job well doesn't mean you you like going to work. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. The thing is, like, I when they when they recast it, I just hope they can find somebody as good that brings as much to the table as she, you know. I'm willing. I'm willing to to spend my disbelief and just have a new actress walk in on the first episode of the next season. But I, I, you know, they gotta they gotta hit the ground running at this point. Well, you know, now that Ruby's done with television, maybe she wants to go back to movies. Uh, she could probably go work for Sony <laughs> because they're trying to, you know, they're 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 working on a new movie. They're gonna gonna give us a spinoff, another Spider-Man spinoff, uh, featuring Jackpot. Who the hell is Jackpot? <laughs> so when Spider-Man had their brand new day, uh, um, okay. run. No, it's fine. It wasn't very good. Um, in 2008, yes. they created a character named Jackpot who looks exactly like Mary Jane and who it's later revealed not to be Mary Jane. But we're to assume that Peter Parker is so stupid that he doesn't know what his ex-wife slash ex-girl living girlfriend person that he's been with for the majority of his life, that he doesn't recognize her behind a domino mask. Yeah. Yeah. It, 2008, you say? Was this the yeah. reason for the financial downturn? No, yeah, it could have been. Um, <laughs> very well could have been. It was, uh, there's some, there's some, I like Dan Slot stuff. This is not a Dan Slot creation. This is actually a creation of Mark Guggenheim, who they hired to, uh, write this. And she doesn't really do a whole lot. Like, she's, they bring her back, like, and then you find out who she was, and then she's kind of done. Like, this wasn't really a character that had, like, even an extended no, no, like yeah no and no major impact on the character um no major impact like it, here's the thing if it had turned out to be mary jane it would have been a huge impact to the spider-man universe it has been a thousand times more interesting had yeah, exactly they, which they eventually did anyway so making giving her super abilities and stuff like that like the, the second you learn that jackpot isn't mary jane it's over right so oh, exactly so are we agreed that Sony puts their movies together, their super movies together by using a dartboard? Because that's, I, I can't imagine how they came up with this character, given what you're here's, telling me. Now, here's what I find interesting, and this is part of the reason I brought this up. And it's a, it's a rights thing. And the fact that, like, okay, when Sony got the rights, and they got all the characters within the Spider-Man universe, but that was... 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Something like that. And this character was what didn't get created till 2007-2008. So like, how did they get rights to it? Because exactly. Because she's part of the Spider-Man umbrella. So any character and Sony has those rights basically in perpetuity. So, so any, any new Spider-Man related character that's created. Correct. 
wow. anything that's under the Spider-Man umbrella goes to them. And they don't, I don't know, unless Guggenheim came in and wowed them with a pitch. I don't know. I mean, like, on the one hand, there's a ton of blank slate because, like, she has no history, really. On the other hand, you ain't going to sell a single ticket based on someone going, oh, jackpot. Right. That's, <laughs> that's why it makes no sense. It makes None. absolutely no sense. None. The oh. whole game is, is it Mary Jane? No? Oh, okay, I'm done. I mean, they are mining the bottom level of, of that, right? No, there's way, I mean, there's way, no, there's way lower. We're talking there's lower than there's way lower than Spider-Man. They're not doing a facade story, you know? Like, that's deep cuts for my Spider-Man friends out there. Like, there's tons of crappy Spider-Man stories. They're not, they're not bringing in Big Wheel as the uh, enemy. The, the hypno-hustler. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of bad stuff from the 90s, you know? Rocket Racer. Uh, Rocket Racer is one of them. Yes, yes. I mean, there's a ton of, there's a ton of crappy Spider- Razorback. Ton of crappy Spider-Man. Tons. Yes. But there's also a lot of really good ones. So, and then even like the associate heroes, like I would much rather watch a Puma movie than a Jackpot movie. Like so Silver Sable's right there. They've been talking about that. Like that's, there's a character with Silver Sable. There's a character with Black Cat, although I think it works better with Spider-Man. Like they just got to keep these Spider-Man things rolling and they know they can't do it without Marvel, but they made it kind of work with Venom. So they got to keep trying. Yeah. Despite all evidence to the contrary. Until we are so sick of it, we stop going to those movies. I mean, that's kind of what they do. It's, I don't know, man. It's a bad idea. Like, this is not, this is not the character to do that with. Well, and again, unless Guggenheim went into Sony with an incredible pitch. Which might have happened. And let's let's put it this way. It could work if it was completely, if the movie itself was completely unrelated to anything with Spider-Man and the extended universe, just try to do an interesting jackpot movie, you know? But again, it doesn't work. And we really don't have a Mary. I mean, like I like, um, Oh my God, I blanked on her name. Uh, the girl who plays Michelle, the, the Michelle MJ in the, in the Tom Holland movies. What's her name? Oh, Zendaya. 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 She's, she's really good. I really like her. But I'm not 100% convinced that that's Mary Jane, because her name is not Mary Jane. So, unless it's Zendaya playing Jackpot, what's the hook? Yeah. Because you've got no... You've that's got, actually not a bad idea. That's the only way it works, in my opinion. Because then you can actually sell tickets, because she's a name. She's a star. So, but if it's not her... But I mean, this whole thing is flawed. Like, we don't have a Mary Jane. Really, you don't have, like, the is that Mary? Like, it's none of it works. I mean, like, you have to completely reboot the character. And at that point, who cares? Well, no, who cares anyway? But I mean, like, what is Jackpot? Like, there's no emotional investment. There's no, there's nothing accrued. There's no accrued interest in that character. I can't even call it a property. No property there. Character. Yeah. I think we need a, a jackpot, silver sable, puma team up against Big Wheel. That's that's my. Uh, oh, hey CB, if you're listening, I can write that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, just just to interject here, you know who did pick a good character to make a show about? I I hate to say it, DC did an actually good job with Star Girl. The, oh, the yeah. first episode's out. The second episode, I think, is out. That does night. not that does not surprise me because of Jeff Johns's 
I was um, going to say emotional investment in that character. Everyone keeps talking yeah. about how good Stargirl is, but the problem is, is that that's a show. It's that on was, DC. <laughs> that's the show that was actually made for the DC uh, app, and then they ended up putting it on uh, CW. And Jeff Johns was heavily involved with making that. It's not a Berlanti. Um, right. Fact- Which is why it's probably good. Which, but, I mean, although the, I mean that, the, the 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 universe is a little bit off because they're saying that the Justice Society of America was only ten years ago, when, where it should be like in the forties or something. But yeah, the JSA um, doesn't work unless they're old. But I mean, the further we get from World War II, the less sense it makes. Yeah, yeah, but but still, like even only ten years in the past is not like two thousand ten. <laughs> I I know this is. This is like it's a little bit of an interesting like I'm trying to figure out how this would fit in with say like the multiverse that they've got going like yeah where where things went awry but uh, or you know where real the the new heroes start coming up um, but they uh, the first uh, the first um, episode was emotional um, the characterizations were great the actors were great the one the uh, woman they have playing. Stargirl is awesome, and uh, they did a really good job with this. And isn't there a couple of, like fairly big names in the show? Like, I think you're right. Isn't Darn isn't her father oh, like a Luke big Wilson? Name? Yeah, that's it, Luke Wilson. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's doing a good he's doing a good job. You know, it's the show's a little bit campy, but it also is got that, that edge to it. Like, you know how Buffy the Vampire Slayer was where yeah. it'd be like, they'd be cracking jokes one at one point and you'd be rolling your eyes going, Oh, this is a sitcom, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly everybody's getting their throats ripped out. That's kind of like this. So and I get why they moved this to the CW after the DC universe implosion. Cause this probably wouldn't fit on HBO max. Right. Mm, how so? Um, this seems to be, it's a show about a, a, a teen girl or like a late teen girl. Like it fits better in the CW platform than it would. Oh yeah, yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Saying? Like, and they got the whole school girl, the whole school uh, girl click thing going. So yeah, yeah it's, perfect. it's, it's perfect fit for them. Like it probably should have been there to begin with. Well, I will say this. My 18 year old son gave the best review of it. He was like, it was really good. It was kind of dark for a CW show. And it yeah, really exactly. And he goes, and it really didn't have the teenage hijinks in it that Perfect. they normally have. What are you talking about? Brett Bassinger is like, um, I mean, she's kind of, you know, she's, she's, I think she's legal. <laughs> she, no, she's, she's kind of hot. But he's saying there wasn't as much of the like teenage angsty stuff, which is funny because well, now you're dealing with a character who is a teenager as opposed to all these superheroes who are supposed to be adults. But that's fine, because, like, you know, even the CW shows go too much with the angst. That's you what know? he's saying. He's saying that made it better. Yeah, that's, yeah what they, exactly. that's what they are, though. Like, the like the whole CW platform has always been about that soapiness. So the angst is kind of what sell. Like, the angst is what the network really thinks it's, it is. So, you know, but I'm I'm with you. I kind of want to watch this show, to be honest with you. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, you, sh- you should. It, it'd be good. We could do a review on that, too. I mean, we got plenty of time. <laughs> There's nothing else going on. So I think a review of that and uh, and the uh, Schneider Cut would be would be helpful. The Schneider to fill, Cut. You know what would be fun? Are you guys familiar with a watch-along? 
Yep. You, they, mean, you mean like doing we a watch, commentary track? Yeah, well, we watch it together, and you encourage the audience to watch it with you. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts that do this, um, where you hit play, and we're all watching it on Skype and reacting to it as we watch it. That might be the best way to do the Snyder Cut. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I, I think you're right. I that like that be. idea. I all right, like we'll that. do the Snyder Cut like that, but uh, I think we should all watch Stargirl and talk about that next week. I agree. Time. I think it's a great idea. Let's watch Stargirl. All right. And our last little piece of quote-unquote news uh, is a rumor. Um, you, JD already gave his opinion on this article on uh, social media. But the D-Squared podcast had uh, shared this and talked about it. Um, this was on what website? The Cultured Nerd? The Cultured Nerd. Dot org. So they couldn't even get the culturednerd.com. Interesting. Um, exclusive. AT&T and Warner Media want Ben Affleck back as Batman. Uh, uh, Source, so, this is the best. Sources close to TCN, like they have a, like they're, uh-huh. like they have branding, have informed us that AT&T and Warner wants Ben Affleck to return as Batman. Like, and to resume work on the, to adapt his original script, The Batman, that originally featured Batman vs. Deathstroke. No word yet if the project is for theatrical release or HBO Max. So, these dudes have no sources. Like, they, uh-huh. do, not claim, <laughs> they do not claim a source. And they are saying that they're, that Warner Brothers is so, this, let's read between the lines. Warner Brothers is so mad because Robert Pattinson won't do a push-up that they're going to throw <laughs> away the entire movie and go back to Ben Affleck for reasons. Well, I mean, they even go on in the article to say, uh, now with Matt Reeves, the Batman in production, this doesn't mean they are stopping one and moving forward with another. This is DC, where the multiverse is very prevalent. From the comics and animated series movies, the CW, and the live action movies. Hey, hey they kill off the multiverse in the movies. I mean, on, on the CW. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Right. Have they, they did and they Batmans didn't. They replaced the it with time. a new. Yeah, they replaced it with a new multiverse, but, you know. Well, they really haven't gone into that yet, but that's another story. Um, so, yeah, like, you're right. Like, obviously, this is the, they're, they're trying to ride the coattails of the Snyder Cut news. Oh, yeah. And say, like, oh, look, this, you know, everyone loves, uh, Ben Affleck as Batman, and they want him back, and it's just like, no. Because, because they would also have two movies called The Batman. You got these Amazon banners all over this page. So, you know, you got to get those clicks. Hey, yeah. you know, hey, like, that like un- unfounded rumors is our job. No, actually, we're pretty good about that. We quash unfounded rumors. And we've never the only thing we've been wrong about is this existence of a Snyder Cut, which didn't exist until until HBO Max said, hey, we can until manipulate we can manipulate nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. Oh my god, that's perfect. Um, I mean, it is. I mean, like I said, this if this happens, I'll be surprised. But then again, if like let's say that this these, this this Snyder Cut thing does get a lot of traction on on the app, they'll be able to tell. They got their analytics. Maybe it does make sense to do this exclusively there. Hey, you know? hey JD. Yes, sir. If, if 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 they're gonna do this, hey, they might even actually, I don't know, put out new mutants at some 
<laughs> believe that when I see it. Um, <laughs> I feel like Don Quixote wandering the desert. Like, <laughs> New Mutants is my dragon. Like, I'm, I'm looking at when Mel's going like, this could be the New Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> Which of you is my Sancho Panza? I'll be it. I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> so on this episode of Superhero Speak, I referenced Don Quixote. We talked about um, dating apps, positives and negatives. I talked about the housing market. Like, we are, if you can't tell, there ain't shit going on right now. I don't know what, you know. <laughs> um, um, wow. So anyway, <laughs> what, I, what I was going to say is not only, you know, do I feel like this <laughs> is a rumor that blew off of the Snyder Cut thing. Um, there also is uh, other rumors that I saw floating around today. One of them being, oh, now that they're bringing back the Snyder Cut, maybe they'll finish off the, the Snyder Trilogy. Do you know how much money that I mean? Like, <laughs> may, I mean, like, okay, I'm not going to say it's impossible now because this HBO Max does change things. Like, we're in a... Because in this post-COVID-19 world, we're in a very different environment than we were in a year. This thing can spur numbers to that kind of like. And how could spend, it? I don't how see. Could it? I, they're not releasing the movies. They're not going to release a, a, a Blu-ray of it. I mean, what are they going to do? It would cost a fortune to bring all these people back and to do all this stuff for a streaming show. Right. Like, and, talking, and the streaming. Sh- the streaming shows only one revenue stream. It's not yeah. like the normal revenue streams. And it's not like Game of Thrones, which HBO built its, like, like HBO for the better part of a decade built its foundation on Game of Thrones, which proved itself in the first season, you know? We didn't get a lot of crazy special effects and stuff in that first season, right? They went they went hog wild second, third, fourth. They, they proved to be a, they proved their worth. This has, this is isolating half of your audience right away. Right, because half people who love comics aren't going to watch this thing because they hated the first Justice League. A lot aren't going to watch it because of the social implications we haven't touched. I don't, I don't, I don't think this is the time or place to touch that. So really, you're only catering to a small number of fans that really want this. Like, how much, like, how well could this do? Like, to the point where you can, I'm okay. I think, I think it'll make some money for them, and it's good. It'll get their subscriptions up. Like, that's fine. But I mean, to make the whole thing and make it HBO Max exclusive—that sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible. Which means that they'll probably do it. HBO's not <laughs> stupid. I, I don't trust Warner, but I trust HBO. Like, HBO doesn't throw bad money after good. Hmm. No, not But either. apparently they have enough apparently they have enough money and are are thirsty enough for HBO Max to do well in its first week to spend the money on the Snyder Cut. But we don't know what they're spending. Like, we don't True. know. We don't know how much they're putting into it. It could have some crappy special effects. It could, I mean, like, we, I mean, the, the ones we saw weren't very good, you know? Like, right. we don't know what they're really doing. Like, we're, like, I'm more interested in seeing the documentary on this eventually. That's where I, that's where I'm curious. Yeah. Because there's a fascinating story behind this whole thing. It but, sounds like the next project yeah. for you. I don't do that. I'm out of documentaries. I'm retired. No. I write books now. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, there's a really good story here. And that being said, I just, I don't see how, 
I don't see how they can make it financially viable to keep it going. Like taking the scraps of a movie and throw it together. Because HBO, remember, I, supposedly the first Game of Thrones pilot sucks. It's unwatchable. Yeah. But they saw enough in it to go, you know what? Let's try this again. Hmm. So, I don't know. Hang on one second. The dog's freaking out. I got to go let her out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. John, I. Well, totally. I, I, I say when we watch it, we watch it with an MST3K shadow stage in front oh, of okay. us. Like. Uh. I, I say we make fun of the damn thing. I mean, I we we shouldn't we we can't watch it silently. No, no. I mean, that, that's part of the point is we watch along and create our own commentary track about what we're watching. <laughs> this should be fun. Yes, and we won't get sued at all. No, we won't. I mean, if if they can do oh, what's it called? Um. Oh, the MST three K three MST three K guys. They do they do something where you can actually overlay their tracks on movies, tracks. so they can do they can do what's that? Riff tracks. Yeah, riff tracks. That's it. I, I was thinking of the one that they do live, the something disaster. I forget what it's called. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw but, one. Of those. Uh, yeah, I did too. They're they're good. They're good. But. Um, but yeah, so they could maybe maybe we could do a riff tracks for this. Oh, I'm excited by this. I get oh. good ideas sometimes, not all the time. <sighs> Jake, where do you live? Like stuff's blowing up. I hear the cops. <laughs> I think you're in Gotham City. Well, that that's the as ambulance a, as, for the people that were. That, that's the ambulance for the people that blew up their hands doing the fireworks uh, earlier. Uh, <laughs> as I've pointed out before, right around the corner from me is that's a fire engine. Oh, that's even better. As I've pointed out before, I I, I live across this, around the corner from a hospital. Um, there's an ambulance bay uh, a block away from the in one direction. There's a firehouse about five blocks away from me in a different direction. So, and I it's one of the busiest intersections in this area. So yeah, like um, you hear sirens all the time. And For some reason, you got me thinking of Tracy Chapman. That you know, <laughs> fast car song. I just continue. Oh, oh, okay. I thought deep cut. Deep cut. No, that's all I had. I, I had a, I had a gag and I, I lost it. Slipped through my fingers. Uh, it's not as good as your Don Quixote. <laughs> I, I'm only good. I, I, I shot my load. I'm done. Okay, <laughs> I got, no, I got no more. Uh, yep. JD shoots his load. All right. Yep. Um, no, no, no. Do you have any uh, uh, have any recommendations for the listeners out there, John? Well, yeah, Stargirl. I mean, there you go. That's my recommendation. Go see it. It's actually really good, and I can't wait to see how the rest of the season pans out. Uh, if it's as good as the first episode, uh, we have a new hit. Which, cool. because it's been on DC Universe, it'll probably be canceled after the first season. <laughs> like Swamp Thing. <laughs> Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's coming back to CW, though. They're yeah. bringing Swamp Thing Is back. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I completely forgot about that. Yes, that was announced a while ago. Uh, yeah, but I'll believe it when I see it. And they announced it. I mean, like, they did a press release. like. Yeah. Well, I hope you know, I hope they do. Cause Is that show any that, good? I didn't, I didn't watch it. 
Yeah, it was really good. Mm. The first season was awesome. So, you know, bringing it back, okay. They, if they have the same writers, they, they, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll do well. How about you, JD? Any recommendations? Yes, as a matter of fact, the Story Builder podcast, which you can <laughs> download on all major podcasting platforms. Me, my brother, who's making his first journey to being a writer, and our cousin, who uh, member of the Directors Guild of America, sit down and we they th- we throw an idea out and we try to build a story. The third episode, they get mad at me because I didn't have an idea, even though I was supposed to bring one. And Matt goes, "What would you do as Superman?" So I got to create my own Superman movie. What I would do with it. That was oh, fun. see, now that's the one I have to listen to. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> it's funny you should mention that. But yeah, uh, I'm really proud of this new show. I mean, it's um, it's it's different than than me talking about wrestling or talking about you know geek stuff. So it's really me like as a writer, kind of trying to come up with ideas on the fly. And uh, it's a fun. It's been. A, I thought this experiment was going to be a disaster, so I wasn't really talking about it. But we've recorded eight of them and are just starting to release them now. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. And my brother's a pretty good little audio editor, so they've been fun. Cool. Well, I will recommend, as always, make sure you go to superheroespeak.com, where you can find the show every week and comic book reviews by our good friend E Square, and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, last week we had the season finale of Flash and all the other CW shows. Um, it felt like it was cut short. I don't know if anyone else felt that way. Like, yeah, they, they kind of wrapped up some stuff really quickly and they left more hanging at the end of the season than they normally do. So well, they didn't have a choice. So like none of them did. True. So, um, so hopefully the wait will be worth it and we'll get a really great, uh, season out of them next year. But, uh, but yeah, like that's, that's all I've been doing. Um, I guess I'll watch Stargirl. So I'll be ready for next week. And, uh, yeah, I recommend that you all do it too. So we can all talk about it together. So on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening. Don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good one.